You're listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go, a podcast that'll change how you think and change your life. I'm Willie Horton and I'm a psychologist. I've been helping people change their lives since 1996. Broadcasting from the French Alps and delighted to have you along. Let's take this week's step in the right direction. It's a cold winter's night. The wind is howling outside, the rain beating against the windows. But inside it's warm, it's cozy, it's comfortable. The fire is crackling, the flames are projecting beautiful dancing shadows and light across the room. And the person in this picture is sitting all comfy and cozy in front of the fire with a mug of tea and a couple of biscuits. He's comfortable. He's in his comfort zone. And yet, this isn't a comfortable picture at all. Because let's say it's the 10th of January. So he's nine days into his new gym membership. And when he knows he should be doing something that would make him feel uncomfortable, he's sitting at home on his second mug of tea and his third packet of biscuits. Yes, it appears he's in his comfort zone, but really what he's in is a not too uncomfortable zone. And he is, as you might have guessed, a normal, crazy person. Many years ago, when I started doing this work, one of my very first clients was somebody who owned a number of gyms. And he told me that the marketing cycle in that particular business is a six-week cycle. People join up. In those days, they joined up for a whole year and often paid a whole year in advance because it was cheaper. And the average number of times a new member would visit the gym would be twice. Not twice a week, not twice a month, twice full stop. Because even though the people joined the gym with the very best of intentions, even though our friend sitting in front of the fire, sipping tea and munching his biscuits, joined the gym with the best of intentions, normal mind is wired not to do anything that the normal mind believes to be uncomfortable. Why? Because we're wired to stay inside our comfort zone. It's safe inside our comfort zone. We'll make it through the day inside our comfort zone. If we step outside our comfort zone, we place ourselves in perceived danger. Perhaps the danger was real in evolutionary times, but nowadays the dangers are more a figment of our imagination than anything else. It's the easy option on a wet and windy night to sit in front of the fire when you know in your heart and soul you had a goal, a New Year's resolution that would perhaps change your life or certainly change some aspect of your life. And yet, you can't summon up the energy or the courage or just the plain determination to go out and do what you know you need to do. Now, people get awful cut up about this kind of thing. And I know that's a very simple example of, of, of the normal, crazy human condition. This is played out all over the place. You know, the girl who is sitting at home on her own knowing that she wants to go out and meet people, 
but having decided that she's not going to go out this evening with her girlfriends because she's uncomfortable meeting new people. The guy who stands up in front of his boss wants to make a big impression in front of the sales conference, for example, but isn't bold enough to say or do what he knows he should be doing to make that impression and muddles through the presentation instead. This a lack of ability to step outside our comfort zone is being played out in normal people's lives day in, day out, moment to moment. I am sure you have your very own examples of things you know you need to do, but things that you can't bring yourself to actually do. A number of years ago, I was talking to a client who was in the final throes of preparing his thesis for a PhD in project management. And one of the final things he needed to do was interview a number of project managers who were leaders in their field. And he knew these people. He had on a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet, their names, their email addresses, and their telephone numbers. And rather than pick up the phone or even write an email to these people who he already knew to ask them would they be involved in his research, he shuffled the names on the Excel spreadsheet and thought he had done something about it. It is only when I said to him that I would not talk to him again if he hadn't rung the requisite number of people, and the requisite number of people, by the way, was only two, it was only then that he actually, I quote, plucked up the courage to ring somebody he already knew. Why would somebody stop themselves doing what they know they need to do if it weren't for the fact that it's actually evolutionarily hardwired into us? So if you do, if you do have examples along the lines that we've been talking about for the last couple of minutes, forget about them. It's not, it, it's not a problem that's unique to you. It's not something that is built into your own DNA. It's simply something that is as a result of the hardwiring in your brain that was designed to ensure that you never stepped outside your comfort zone so that you would never push yourself in unnecessary harm's way so that you would make it through the day. It's only the way your brain was wired 10,000 years ago. But, and this is a very, very big but, your brain only remains wired that way because you haven't done anything about it. We can all take responsibility for our own very personal evolution. And that's not some kind of motivational statement that is backed up by hard science because we know for a fact that when we meditate regularly, we change the structure of our subcortical brain, our being brain, and most importantly, our doing brain, the part of our brain that enables us to spring into action when confronted by a man or a woman eating tiger, the part of our brain in the modern age that will enable us spring into action when it has been set in a particular way as a result of our redeveloping the structures of that part of the brain so that they work for us in the modern age, in our modern everyday lives, instead of against us. The point is that our friend sitting in front of the fireplace isn't comfortable at all. He's very uncomfortable in the knowledge that he needs to be somewhere else and should be doing something else. 
And he's got to that point because he never took the trouble to understand that we set our goals and objectives, not by saying, I want to do this, or I want to do that, or I'd love to achieve this, or I hope I can do that. We set our minds to achieve our goals and objectives by giving them a picture of how it will be when we have achieved this, that, or the other. That's how the brain works anyway. That's how the doing brain that I just mentioned a minute ago, that's how it works. For the normal crazy person, and I, I keep using that phrase, but it is an apt scientifically valid phrase. For the normal person using their minds normally on autopilot, autopilot is using pictures that it took when the user of the brain was young and impressionable that enable that person make it through whatever they have to make it through today not excel not achieve their grand goals and objectives not enjoy themselves but just survive if i gave myself new pictures in other words things i want to achieve rather than pictures that were thrown at me by unthinking adults when i was three or four years of age then i'm going to behave differently because my being and doing brain has a different picture of what my reality really, body and soul, in my heart and soul, actually looks like. We've talked before about how if we use our minds normally, we can only perceive and achieve what we expect to perceive and achieve. And on the basis of the expectations that we use are those that were thrust upon us when we were young and impressionable. We normally live down to our expectations and we normally can't perceive things that are before our very eyes that don't fit with our own self-image, our own conceptual self. If you change those pictures that you're carrying around with you, if you change your baggage, you, in other words, if you change your expectations, everything changes. Look at it like this. It's as simple and as logical as night following day. If, and we've known this since the 1930s, but it's been elegantly confirmed by neuroscience over the last few years, if I can only perceive and achieve what I expect to perceive and achieve, it stands to reason, an idiot could figure this one out, that if I change my expectations, everything changes. I'm going to change what I perceive. I'm going to change how I perceive myself. That's the most fundamental thing. And I am going to begin to achieve what I expect to achieve as a result of changing how I perceive, which drives how I act, how I take action, including most importantly, action that I thought would make me uncomfortable. Action that my normal way of using my mind would say, you can't go outside your comfort zone because it is dangerous outside your comfort zone. Once you change your expectations, everything changes. Most importantly, your expectations of and for yourself. We've talked over the last few weeks about how we need to put one foot outside our comfort zone. I was going to say regularly, but actually daily, because your life is lived in days. Actually, your life is lived in moments. Your foot should be firmly one foot outside your comfort zone right now. We, we live our lives moment to moment. We are creating and recreating our lives moment to moment. That's, a, again, a statement of scientific fact. 
And if you're singing from the same hymn sheet that you've been using since you were three or four years of age, you're constantly recreating the same thing. If you give yourself a different hymn sheet, you're going to create something entirely new. And the wonderful thing about it is you're going to create something entirely new of your own choosing. Now, people will often say to me, but hold on, surely in terms of considering what kind of goals and objectives I would set for myself, I need to be realistic. Realism is only a state of mind. It's a construct of normal thinking. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago as well. You have very few limitations in, in the real world. You may have limitations of age, for example, of in, or infirmity. You know, I'm in my 60s at this stage. I shouldn't have even said that. Maybe I don't have any of those perceived limitations either. The limitations that we have in our lives are limitations set by our own expectations. And when we change our expectations, those limitations are not. Full stop. As a result of changing your expectations, and most importantly, as a result of being fully present and correct. We'll come back to that in a moment because the point needs to be reiterated. I know we've talked about it before, but we'll come back to it again in a minute. But if I have those pieces, two pieces of what I call the two-piece jigsaw going for me, in other words, I have my goals and objectives set and I have turned up fully present and correct to the here and now, I'm going to do what needs to be done to get me to where I want to go. And this is the key point of today's episode. Over the years, every single client with whom I have worked, some of them big corporations, every single individual owner of the online program, the Psychology of Success, which is, by the way, and this is an important, by the way, on very special Black Friday offer this week, click the links button under this podcast player. Every single owner of the online program has at some point or other said to me, I've surprised myself. I didn't believe I was capable of doing that, even if it was something as simple as ringing one of the two people that you needed to ring on your Excel spreadsheet. I have surprised myself. I've done something that I would have previously not imagined myself doing. I have done something that would have made me squirm in the past or made me feel so uncomfortable that even if I knew I had to do it, I would put it off and put it off until it eventually go away. And I'd say to myself, well, I was, I was right thinking that I couldn't do that in the first place. I was right thinking that I couldn't achieve that goal and objective, but you were only right because you were using your mind the normal crazy way. Once you have these two pieces of the jigsaw in place, you are, you, not just the owners of the online program or my clients, you are going to start amazing yourself. Now, the wonderful thing is about when you start amazing yourself, it becomes a habit. It's like anything else in life. If you start meditating and restructuring that mental muscle, or to be more precise, the key components of your subcortical brain together with your left prefrontal cortex, if, you, if you're meditating regularly, the way in which the brain restructures itself means that it is going to behave that way as a matter of course. It is going to enable you to do what you need to do as a matter of course. The old things that you thought were getting in your way fade into the distance, ultimately into complete neural obscurity, if I can put it like that. Again, a scientific fact. 
So if you start surprising yourself, or if you start amazing yourself, your own feedback loop, that's what the flow research calls it, will begin to confirm to you that you are living to an entirely different set of expectations. And actually, your expectations are even beyond the expectations that you might have newly set yourself because you are continuing to push the boundaries as a result of surprising yourself to the point of amazing yourself. In other words, once you are meditating, that enables you to turn up to the here and now, that's the first piece of the jigsaw. Once you have a couple of goals set in your mind as expectations, once you've given yourself those new psychological snapshots, once you have those wonderful twins as distinct from the terrible twins, once you have those two pieces going for you, you will always do in any here and now what you need to do to get you to the goal that you expect to achieve because you've already seen it in your mind's eye. Now, some people I know call that the law of attraction. We talked about the law of attraction a couple of episodes back. It's not what is written about the law of attraction. You know, stick a check for $3 million on your fridge and one will drop in the post. That, we're not talking about that absolute and utter misleading nonsense at all. We're talking about doing. We're talking about doing the right thing in the right way at the right time and doing it effortlessly. Now, that's a word I've used very often as well. Reflect on that word for a moment, because effortless means that I am not thinking about perhaps I need to be courageous or brave to do it. I'm not feeling a little uncomfortable doing it, even though my thinking mind would have said you're never going to be able to do that. Effortless means I just do it. It almost feels like it just happened or it just happens. And, you know, maybe that's the way in which some of the books on the law of attraction are actually written. It, some things feel like they just happen, but they feel like they just happen because you've done what you needed to do or said what you've needed to say completely and utterly effortlessly to the point where you start surprising yourself. You start amazing yourself. If my friend or our hypothetical friend sitting in front of that raging fire on a cold January night with his tea and his biscuits. If my friend had set his mind in the way in which I have suggested in this particular episode, if he'd set his mind by giving himself a new psychological snapshot so that he expected not to go to the gym, that going to the gym is the doing, so that he expected to look at himself in the mirror one of these days in a new suit or a new sports outfit or a new set of swimming togs or running gear or whatever, and looked at himself in the mirror and said to himself, oh, I'm so excited to feel and look so good. I'm so ex excited to feel good about myself. If my friend, if our hypothetical friend, had set his mind in that way, that is the expectation. The expectation is the end result, the end outcome. It is the expectation, and having seen in his mind's eye the expectation as reality, if he had done that, he wouldn't be sitting in front of the fire munching biscuits and guzzling down tea. He'd be in the gym, and he'd be in the gym doing what he needs to do in the gym absolutely and utterly effortlessly.
in exactly the same way as if our friend that I mentioned earlier on wanted to make a stunning presentation, blow the audience away at that sales conference that I mentioned. It's, it's a hypothetical situation. Actually, it isn't. It's, it's an actual example from a client. If the individual in question had set his expectation that he was coming down off the podium and people were applauding him wildly, it is that expectation of feeling so wonderful about having got the outcome he wanted that would enable him step effortlessly, word by word, through the presentation in a way that no normal crazy person could ever prepare to deliver an address like that. It just comes out. As I said to a client yesterday, I was only talking to this client yesterday who was a really big interview uh, the day after tomorrow. I said to him, basically, when you turn up to the here and now and you have this expectation set in your mind as a psychological snapshot and you're wholly and totally present and correct, basically, your body is just a conduit for what is coming out through your body from the real you because the real you expects to achieve the result and as a result of that expectation the real you will enable you effortlessly say and do just what you need to say and do in the right way that makes and leaves the desired impression that leads to the outcome that you already expect. So the title of this week's episode is Amazing Yourself. And it's awfully easy. In fact, it's effortless to amaze yourself once you have those couple of pieces in place. You've been listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go. To get involved, join me in my Facebook group, strangely enough called To Succeed, Just Let Go. And for more information, visit www.willie-horton.com.